moss. More moss to the people, yeah. More moss. More moss to the people, yeah. More moss. More moss to the people. Hi, this is Asa Nilsson, and you're listening to More Moss to the People, where each week we're going to be talking about slowing down, even hurling ourselves off of the Ferris wheel of the production-first mentality and choosing to live a courageous life based on our own needs first and daring to be different in a world where sameness is encouraged more highly than living a life of authenticity. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome back to More Moss to the People. This is Asa, and I am your host. Today, I have a fellow Swede in the house with me. Monica Hoshman is here. Are you in Stockholm? Yeah, I'm in Stockholm area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're like an hour away from me. We're basically neighbors. So I met Monica uh, online in a group um, on LinkedIn with another Swede, a fellow Swede, uh, Josephine, who now lives in uh, Switzerland. But we connected and we were going to have you on the podcast in January and then life happened and it kind of didn't happen that way. So here we are today. I'm glad that you reached back out to me and said, okay, I've got time now. So that's terrific. Thank you. Thank you for reaching back out. Thank you for being here. So Yeah. Yeah. It's it's always nice to have a fellow Swede on too, right? Because it's like, yeah, we're sisters. (laughs) (laughs) So please introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about who you are in the world today and anything you'd like to share with us. Yeah. Well, I'm, this is a really, really, really good question. So today I'm, I'm, I'm expanding uh, my human experience, as we call it. You know, uh, I, I'm, I'm trying to reach beyond my limits and beyond my, my, my this limiting limits, uh, beliefs. <laughs> And, and trying to just shed shed more layers because we have yes. a lot of layers. everyone has them god <laughs> they never finish they never sort of fully off but that that's what i'm doing for myself uh, and i also do that for for my clients so shedding and and uh you know taking off the armor taking mm. off the protection mm. open the heart so you get love to flow and you can see your path unfolding it's lovely experience. So I'm really into that right now. That's that's who I am today, right? <laughs> this ever flowing, yeah, ever flowing, yeah. <laughs> Which I think it's so beautiful because the it's an important question, and I ask the the question, "Who are you today?" Uh, when I open up the podcast episode with my new guests, and the reason I do that is because, like I say, it's it isn't about what you do for your work. It's a who you are as a person. That's what's important to me and interesting to me because I like to invite guests on that 
dare to show up for themselves, dare to show up for the world in um, especially to support the people that maybe like they see people that aren't getting the support and the love that they need and to kind of like help everybody rise, like the whole collective rise. And that to me, that's a hero to me. And I want to surround myself with a lot more of that. And that's also why I think that you're an excellent guest because, I mean, you've been going through your own patterns and beliefs and looking at them and evaluating who you are and where you are and, um, you know, the decluttering of the body, mind, and soul and home. You know, we're not going to necessarily be talking about decluttering of our homes today, but decluttering of our souls, decluttering of like un unwrapping, unpacking today and showing up in the world in maybe a way that feels a little closer to why we came. Exactly. Mm. Tell me, tell me about your journey right now, if you would, of like, kind of like where you're, where you're at with mm. facing those fears or the masks mm. that perhaps you have shown out to the world. Yeah, I had, I had a, I had a really traumatic childhood. We won't go into that, but I had a really, really bad childhood, which meant, of course, that I put on a lot of. Uh, beliefs and and some people go into depression, but I and don't didn't choose it of course, but came into a fight, mm. a fighter fighting my way for life, paving I say like a plow plow paving for life, and and also of course protecting myself because of those beliefs I got I have to protect myself otherwise bad things can happen to me, so uh, that has been long journey. Uh, I burned out when I was around thirty. Uh, a while ago, and I uh, many years ago, and I first that came into sort of looking at myself and and my life and my my behaviors and the things that I put on, uh, and I went to cognitive behavioral therapy for a long time, and it was really really good because I understood, you know, my that I wasn't connected um, to my adulthood. I was more connected to to a scared child, the inner yeah. child that was still not you know, kept her, her uh, fears in place. So, so all of that with a fantastic uh, psychologist, I have to say, she was very well trained, trauma trained, etc. It really gave me a, a picture. And that's where my sort of also spirited journey started. I mean, many of us see, say they saw angels when they were five or something. I didn't do that. Uh, I had some experiences when I was a teenager, but this uh, work we did together my psychologist and I really sort of opened up because she was quite um, progressive. Hmm. So um, I, I, the first sort of big thing that happened to me was when I was uh, in my safe place, which is a method that I also use in coaching, but sort of safe place that you feel totally safe. And we had worked on that for a long time. And, and I went back there. It was like going into meditation state, you know, very, hmm. you know, relaxed and being there and things happened there. And she showed me things. And then she said one day, "Do you ha can you take out an advisor, some sort of advisor? Can you see someone there who is your advisor that you can trust? And the funny thing, I saw it directly. I'm very visual and I'm extremely yeah. visual. But I saw, and it was Jesus. Mm. And I'm not religious. Mm -hmm. I didn't have a religious background or anything. So uh, I say I'm not religious in that sense, going to church and being part of that kind of community. But... He showed up and his energy is, you know, fantastic. It was like calming, nurturing, very, very slow. So 
uh, lovely, and I still have, have him as one of my guides. Hmm. You're with me. <laughs> as a master guide, you can yeah. say. Right. And and the, the funny thing, a funny story about that was that, of course, I continued to do this, going to my safe place and meeting him and, and getting a lot of advice during the years afterwards. And I was dating at this time. I hadn't met my husband yet. So I was dating, you know, one here, we're there and trying, you know, one date and then maybe this is the guy for me. <laughs> and then I asked him all the time, is this the one? And he just, no. <laughs> <laughs> And I was so disappointed because I was, you know, I was in my thirties. I needed to find my guy. I was a bit scared of that. So, and and, I, and then I did it once and twice, and then he was no. And then I met my husband of today, and I've been married to for twenty years next year, which is fantastic, man. Yes. And then I came with the same question when I had met him, and we dated a couple of times, and I didn't dare to ask because I was so scared he was going to say no. And what he did was he just put his hand out and say, here you are. Yeah. And that was, uh, and that was young. It was fantastic. Wow. That was 30, when you were 30. So that was. Around 30. Yeah. So I'm late, late in quotes. But uh, we, we have the best relationship. He's my best friend. And uh, we develop together in this spiritual development that we are doing and have done for many years. So Good, good. And you know, it's a. Uh, it's much easier to do it when you've got somebody with you, especially your partner. Your yeah. partner in crime. Yeah. Um, yeah, what a beautiful story. How wonderful also that uh, that you still consider Jesus to be your master, one of your master guides right now. Um, uh, for for your work in the world, like so where you have been a consultant, you have been working as a coach, you've been working, have you been working mostly like on the corporate side working like with business, business to business? Yeah. What? yeah. I, 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 in my whole working life, I've been working in the financial industry as, mm. and being a leader since I was 26, because yeah. that's my sort of one of my traits or skills that I have, uh, natural skills. And uh, I've been doing that for a very, very long time. But uh, after this experience I had, like over 20 years ago, things happened here and there. And, and but it wasn't sort of that I, I was so into work, I was so programmed. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. And, and be there and do a good job and all that. So, but, but it took many years until I sort of, again, felt this sense that I have to, that I have to discover this more. I have to do more here. And um, it was, I think I started to look at Reiki, mm -hmm. Reiki uh, training. And I, I Googled a bit. It was some YouTube there. I tried to do it on my own. But I said, like, no, I have to take a course. So... I was interested in tarot cards a bit. I bought a deck, but I didn't know much. So, so you know, nibbling me here and there. Yeah, yeah. And I went to this Reiki course, uh, step one or level one, mm -hmm. I think, and that was totally blew my mind because we did also exercises where I had to go and see someone's, someone in the group had had a, a father whose mother had died, and they wanted to give him Reiki, so we spent it some distance Reiki, and mm -hmm. and I went there and I could see where he was. I could see the apartment. I could see the room. And I explained what I saw to this uh, participant, and she said, "It's exactly how it looks like where he lives." Mm. So, uh, and then I started to hear plants talking to me and trees. So, when you so started, wait, wait, I have to interrupt you. This started during when you were getting your your education for Reiki. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, okay. How long ago was this now? Um, six, five, six years ago. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, please go ahead. How interesting. And. Um, 
so I, I did that and then it was so fascinating and I, you know, the world opened up and that's what I mean, sort of get a fuller experience of life. You just, mm. what? And I could take them. Ask, do you need nutrition or do you need more water or less water? And they would respond. And what yeah. sort of, you know, is it this a bit crazy? Mm. I thought, no, no, no. Uh, and then I, I progressed in this and I started also coaching, uh, a coaching education, etc. But I, I found a, a, a course and, or training for a year as an eser- esoteric teacher or esoteric uh, medium and dimensional medium. And it's not the other side only, it's everything. Smorgasbord of dimensional things and trying everything in the book. And I went into that first day. I remember the first weekend, it was a full weekend every month for a year and a lot of practice in between. And I was like so scared and nervous because I didn't know anything. I, was, I did this Reiki, but that was about it. Yeah. And, and, you know, we learned energy, a lot of energy, of course, how that works and everything. And it was so easy for me. It was very, very easy. So I, I'm extremely visual, as I say, but I also clear hearing. So I hear. Some have sense, you know, they mm-hmm. sense everything yeah. and clear sensual knowing or whatever you knowledge, you just know. But I, my strong, we have everything, but my mm-hmm. strong senses is visualizing and, and hearing. So it was so interesting and I could see also the things that is not good for us humans and I could see the dark low, low energies and I could see everything but I learned uh, during this year it was fantastic it was so fulfilling and and I became another person more or less there and then at or I read Eckhart Tolle the power of now so I I, I, I like learning yes not job you know grabbing things and getting to know more going deeper I mean, I can read the Akashic records. It was very easy for me also. Different libraries, master libraries, etc. And we did shaman uh, tools there. And um, I also studied for a shaman uh, in Peru, which was nice. <laughs> and drum journeys and, and, you know, been through many, many things. Of course, not everything, because there's a lot out there. But I've been quite a lot. And, uh, and, and then I pick what I like and what works also for me. Hmm. Well, I think that's, uh, ah, I'm sorry to interrupt you. I was, um, I was thinking about what you said, like, it's, it's like, you've got this new life or maybe your life has just upped like for, to a different level. You've just come up to a different level yeah. of yourself, of your beautiful life that where you, you had to, you had to have this in order to experience this. So now in order for you to go to this Reiki course and to have all these different experiences, I mean, a year course and that you experienced things that most people have have also experienced in their lives, probably didn't even have any clue that it was happening inside of them or around them. Now, that is, I just think it's, it is so, I mean, what a gift. I mean, it is a gift to be able to be experiencing it at the same time that it's happening, to be present in it. Um, so now with your career, like how you want to kind of move into coming out of your spiritual closet, because I think you have got your closet's got to be like a big master walk-in because you've got a lot of spirituality going yeah. on <laughs> that I can imagine it's like, <laughs> like the doors are like going, like they have yeah. to like balance out. You've got so much energy that has to be moving with you and with people around you and to be able to speak to the plants and to speak to animals and uh, to get you know, to understand what other living beings' needs are. Um, gosh, I love that. I love, and I hope that 
you'll be able to do work with this because the world needs that. I mean, oh, and I have been sort of when I've been coaching, which is of course a, a process and it's such and how it should be in it. But I have been also looking. At, I can see very quickly where where things are, you know, stuck or <laughs> or where it needs to open up. And so I've been using my energy energy tools unconsciously sometimes and just yeah. the coaching process. So I've been coaching sort of managers or whatever it is, you know, in, in whatever area in the financial industry as well. But I think now it's my time. Uh, I have really, as you said, trying to get out of my spiritual closet. It's been, <laughs> is there because, you know, the industry I'm working in, people may think, you know, whatever, but I don't care anymore. Good. I don't care because I have never been happier and I've never been more passionate about mm. things. When you're passionate, then things happen for you. Yes. yes. So, uh, and you follow your passion. Mm. Uh, and this is my passion. I never get more in the flow and feeling better. And again, I said, shedding a lot of shells or whatever you want to call it uh, lately. It also just gives me the energy to help others and guide others through. Like, it's like a process, you know, you start somewhere where everyone starts in different, you know, starting blocks. Mm. To get out on the other side and, and see this fuller world mm. of, uh, of fuller sort of awareness that you get is so beautiful because then you can be true to yourself. Mm. Then you can take decisions uh, about yourself uh, that is much more healthier and much more good for you mm. instead of following what everyone else is supposed to that think it should do. Right, because I mean, that's a total setup. I mean, if we're thinking, if we're sitting here living our lives based on what we think that somebody else wants us to do, when in fact, we don't have any idea, the only, our responsibility is to be the governor of self. I am self-governed, yeah. Mm. And when I set, when I tend to myself and my highest, most like most joyful passions, you know, when I work in that place, right? I mean, it's like the energy. Oh, I just got chills. Yeah, the yeah. energy that comes <laughs> from that is just—it is so powerful. Yeah. And yet, yeah, can I work at a bank? Yeah, of course I can. I can. Yes, I can. I have. Uh, d does it bring me a lot of joy? No, what brings me joy is this, is having beautiful conversations with yeah. human beings who are like, you know what, this is so important to me because what happens when we actually really just take a look at that and allow that the mask to drop, to drop, to drop, and to show up in little places that we feel safe, because I mean, based on your childhood, I can understand that that's important. Safety is important. Of course, it's important for everybody and it shows up in different ways. Yeah. Um, so for you now that you've got your partner in crime, you've got your guy on your side, you got, you know, you've got a beautiful heart, you've got so many gifts, you're, uh, you're, you're questioning maybe the old stories, the old, like, maybe this isn't fitting and suiting me anymore. Um, I have my door open, so I have this fly that I refuse to kill because I can't kill anything. <laughs> so you might see him go by. So excuse me. Um now we're, we continue to learn and then we continue to share. So you said that you are an emotional projector in human design, mm -hmm. which I think is super fascinating and interesting. I've already had some podcast episodes about human design, but tell me a little bit about what you learned about that for yourself, about yourself. Yeah, it's very 
I have to say, strange. And we realized, me and when me and my partner, you know, my husband is talking about this, that the things I thought was my personality from genes or from upbringing is, you know, on paper there uh, yeah. from what I uh, emotional projector and my lines and my gates and everything. So, so it was so, so strange to say, but what I thought that this was just, you know, something I've learned or something I, you know, and, and it is here. It says exactly. <laughs> and it's so, it was almost, I was so fascinating. I'm not scared or anything, but it was fascinating. And I just thought, gosh, you know, so it learned a lot and, and learn also about who I'm not when I'm not myself, the not self as it's called. Mm. For me, it's a lot of, of pressure and, as I said, plowing, as I said in the beginning, yeah. plowing through, pushing things through. That's typical me to relieve anxiety and things that relieve sort of pressure of me. So I do things. I'm a doer. Mm -hmm. But when I remove that and remind myself, which I have a note here at my desk all the time, this is not you. It's not mm -hmm. myself. Then I, I feel much better, of course. But I also get a lot of things just happens for me. Yeah. It comes, just as in it shows up. Uh, so human design, I'm quite new into that. Uh, I just started uh, two months ago to look at that. I've heard about it for many years and I will come back to this because it's so interesting. You hear about things, the names drops, you see someone, but you're not ready. Right. And and when you're ready, whatever it is, it then you go into it and then you're ready to receive. So, I mean, even if I, of course, I could have read a book about it or I could look at and uh, listen to a podcast years ago, it wasn't my time. No. <laughs> and that goes for everything. It goes for, I've seen things that, well, I heard about this for many years, or I've seen this before, but now it makes sense. Right. Now it's on my life path or timeline. Now I'm ready. Now you can hear it. Now I can yeah. see it. Now I can actually now, now I can take it in and understand it and, and uh, process it and use it. Yes. Yeah. Well, because everything built up to that moment. So that you could. Yeah. And that goes for everyone, I think. I think mm -hmm. it's... Oh, yeah. You know, you get these signs, but maybe... And they say, oh, I had signs for years. And they... <laughs> well, well, what? You know, it wasn't at that time supposed to. No. no. What's it happen now? And I Does think it also feels good because then you get are in the flow. Just well, it flow. feels good because you feel good. Yeah. You know, I mean, like the actual... When we are in our truth, when we are actually surrounding ourselves with the people that we want to be with when we're actually doing the things or offering our hearts in the world in a way that feels so like easy it doesn't like we even talked about this before when we were even like before we were talking about actually doing the recording we talked about allowing this it can be so easy and it doesn't have to be this like uphill struggle to continually um the purpose, my purpose, my life's purpose, I got to produce, I have to produce, I have to produce. But it becomes then about who am I? How do I want to show up in the world with my heart wide open? Because when we like, when it goes from the push into the, to this, to this beautiful flower, which we all are incapable of doing, um, the difference of our lives and our lifestyles, all of a sudden things, just like you said, start like, dropping down like paletted, you know, like these little clues, little messages, all of a sudden we start seeing the miracles around us because they're always around us. But it's yeah. like you said, it's not until we're ready to see it. 
So now at uh, 20, coming into 2024, right around the corner, my God, it's not, <laughs> you know, where, where are you thinking that you want to show your beautiful heart in the world? How do you want to, how do you want to come out in the world? I want to come out with a sort of a, and uh, now not everyone knows about the projector, but I mean, I have, you don't buy my time. You buy my gifts mm. or you, you best in my gifts and I, I guide you through a process. So I think that that's, that's what I'm sort of building up to now and, and uh, let again, don't sell. I'm not selling me. Mm -hmm. I'm selling my gifts and what I can help you with and guide you through. Mm -hmm. So I think that, that that's what I'm, I'm working on how to sort of, and I, how to do that. I know how to do that, but I don't need to push. I don't need no. to just here am I, or take me. Have to choose me. Choose me, please. <laughs> please. <laughs> it's enough to just be here. And I, I, and, and, you know, again, flowing, as I say, or letting your heart, I, I go like this because I, I work a lot of energy. So I think it's my heart going, yes. Uh, and uh, so that's, that's how I will show up. And I will have, probably have, and I can't promise that, but I probably have more group settings because I think the groups and working with groups is, and giving so much to each other is so. And so adding so much to the, to, to something that you invest in for yourself, mm -hmm. it's so good. And, and um, training and showing people sort of what you can do and with easy tools. Cause there was, I was going to say everyone, I know I said I have gifts, but we all can read energy. Mm -hmm. Everyone can do it. We do it time. We read <laughs> or something bad must have happened here. Speaking here. Oh yeah. This room. Or you have, get very high. When you are around people you love and, and, you know, we have high energy. So everyone can do this and it's not just for some. And I think that's very important, uh, I feel, because otherwise you feel like you've been, I've been chosen or right. that. And then it's just ego. Yes, this is the trail. I'll do this. Some are more educated and some have more strength in certain areas and can guide others to learn. So they can do it for themselves, not having to hold my hand the rest of their lives. Right. But train them and to get them to do it themselves. Mm -hmm. And train others in the end. So it's spreading. That. It should spread as yes. well. Yes. I ooh, I think that is such a, you know, this thing about like, I'm going to keep it all to myself. Because if I keep it all to myself, then I'm going to make more money and I'm going to be rich and I could be like famous or whatever. Whatever that is. Um, You know, that's, that's um. That's a one-way ticket to no joy also. I mean, like the, the point of having the, the mind that you have taken in all this and that you feel this and you are able to speak about it, that means that you can speak about it to others too. And that means that they can then sit there and go like, oh, how can I apply this in my life? And how can I share this with my family or my friends or my coworkers? I mean, this is the collective. This is the growth that we are looking for and I am a huge believer in when you know something, share it. Share it with others, help others to recognize their gifts. And, you know, you, you said something so important about the coaching and the guiding and helping people. I mean, this we have such, a, such an ability to make a big difference for, like, people on the street. It's like when you go to the grocery store, just taking a minute and feeling in this whole energy thing. You're absolutely right. Going into a room like, Ooh, I read a room like this. I can feel it. I can, I'm definitely the feeler. 
I don't, I don't hear things. I don't see, but I feel. Um, so that's my energetic gift. And I'm trusting it so much more, so much more these days than I ever, ever have, because I just thought that everybody had this. Everybody did what I did. And I, the more people that I come to recognize that maybe they do it differently. And so you have the gift to be able to, to see the energies, right? From, for, for example, like dogs, can you get, I love this. So tell me an example, like of, uh, you've helped clients do this. I mean, you've helped people, right? Like in the past, help them with their animals, helping them to see what, what did they need? What did they, what are they missing? I, I mean, I just, I, I do animal reading. I call it reading, talking mm. to animals is, I do that also, you could say, but I can't, I can't say really that I'm, that's what I'm doing, but I'm changing energy. Mm. But I, I, as a person, you can, of course, I can read through their chakras and see where it's, you know, stuck things and see what comes up and all of that. So I usually, I, I do, you know, normal readings as well, but mm -hmm. I think I like also to coach and, and apply these spiritual practices on it. But for animals, I can just, you can send me a photo of your dog or your cat or something and then say, okay, I want to know where, where it's at, where, where's the address. That's exactly what I need because energy, you know, flows everywhere. So mm -hmm. it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. I don't need to meet the dog. But then I go in and, and read through the dog. They also have to say, of course, what's the problem? What do we want out of this? And that I ask everyone who works with me, what, what is your goal here? What do you want to <laughs> What are you looking to gain? Here? Otherwise, it becomes too fluffy and you can yeah. go on forever. So, so if they want, oh, we have a problem with this and this and this, and it's scared or the dog doesn't want to leave home or whatever it can be. And then I go through the, the dog um and looking at also the dog's chakra systems, but also I get a lot of information there and I get information on what it wants, what it needs, what it doesn't want, mm. uh, what, what, why the problem is there. Mm. Problem, as the humans say, is a problem. Mm -hmm. The dog may not think so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but uh, and uh, also uh, give tools to the owner of how to change. And I've done it for quite many dogs and, and they also came out and said, well, now it's fixed. The problem is mm. fixed. And it can be whatever kind of, and dogs is, is, is something I've done most, but um, cats are, you know, quite, um, what do you call it, self-sufficient. Mm -hmm. <laughs> They're not, yeah. not as attached to the owner, but, but horses I can do, cows not so much. So more pets. Yeah, say. yeah. Right. That is so, I know so many people that would love to have that kind of help. Because, I mean, this I've always told my friends, I'm like, you want to start a business, you start a business with animals? The helping like do something with pets or children or because people spend money on them too right because mm -hmm. people will actually invest in their children they will invest in their animals not necessarily investing in themselves as much um which hopefully that is changing also that people start to recognize their value and that they actually women especially who are so easy to take care of everyone else uh certainly before looking at themselves um, so I'm all, I'm all for that. So, um, I am so excited to follow along on your journey because I know that beautiful, beautiful things are going to be coming from you for the world, for the collective, because I know that you have so much to share and, you know, coming from this open place, which you are willing to now share, um, <laughs> there's no stopping you. There's no stopping you. That's that's how I feel. That's exactly how I feel right now. The the sort of the path is there. Yeah. And I've been strumming around and 
going here and there and falling down the ditch and going up again. <laughs> well, now it's <laughs> here. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, and uh, so this is what I will do. And I actually read my timeline. Uh, I could do that and read sort of what what has happened so far, and and not exactly now, but half of my life so far, more half than my life have been quite tough. Hmm. Now it's just harmony. the best is yet to come. The best is yet. Yeah. yeah. It's so interesting, you know. I I love the visual, and I believe in it myself of the path and the path that we're. You know, we're always having these breadcrumbs. We're always following the breadcrumbs of our life, whether it's, you know, might be rotten breadcrumbs. They might be beautiful, fresh, delicious croissant breadcrumbs. I mean, whatever they are, but we, we're still walking and we're still walking on the path and the, the holding of the lantern. You know, this sometimes I'm leading, I hold the lantern for the people behind me or the people next to me. And sometimes others lead and I walk behind them as they hold the lanterns. And this is, this is the ebb and flow of the beauty of our lives and the possibilities that I want to share my gifts, you want to share your gifts, I want them to share their, I mean, everybody shared their gifts and focus on themselves and their path and everybody that kind of like joins along on the path. And then all of a sudden we're all just walking this beautiful path, supporting one another. That beautiful picture, Alyssa. That, that's what I want for the world and that's what I want for you. And yeah, we're, we're, the, we're lucky. We sure are lucky to be this age and to have discovered this in ourselves already uh it's never too late it is never too late mm -mm. no way all right my friend do you have anything any last minute thoughts or anything that you'd like to say because if one person is listening today that just needs to hear this one thing from you i know they're going to get it do you have anything you'd like to share I have some good words that I think is are important. And one is surrender. Surrender to what's coming. Don't control. Surrender. And I know it's scary, but I think it's, it's extremely important. Surrender to what's coming to you. And together with that is trust. Have trust. Have trust in you. Have trust in who's helping you around you. Have trust and surrender. And then everything we just flow. You know, those are those are important words for a person that has been in control their whole lives, which of course that many down. Yes. Doesn't we means of many, many have because of survival instinct. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Huh? And to be able to to surrender to whatever is coming for us with the trust and the knowing that we're always supported. Surrender and trust and you are supported. I love it. I love it. Thank you. Thank you so much for this beautiful conversation. And thank you for finding me again. And uh, I look forward to having you back. I want to hear. Maybe we could do something together. I talked about the other day. You know, who knows? Who knows what the future is going to bring? But we know it's going to be good. Yeah, it's going to be great. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for your time, sweet friend. Take care. Keep okay. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of More Moths to the People. I am Asa Nilsson. If you like this episode, I'd love to hear from you. Like, subscribe, follow the podcast, share it with a friend. I want to say thank you to Kamel Asli for his help with the production of this podcast. Without him, this would not even be in your ears today. I can assure you of that. And let me, let me say a little something about my friend, Gregory Paul Donaldson, may he rest in peace, who would always leave me with this quote. He would say, in the meantime and between time, whatever you do, do it well and then pass it on.
peace, and most importantly, joy. I want to leave you with that as well. I'll see you on the flip side, my friend. Take care.